Hi there, welcome to this week's episode of the podcast with me, Russell Davis. We may know what we think we want to create in our life or conceive in our life, but do we really? In this episode, we explore what may be stopping us from knowing what we really want, and perhaps what the goal behind the goal is. And if you know what you want, we explore what may be stopping you from creating it. Let's dive in and find out. powerful creators and we're creating all the time whether we know it or not whether we're creating what we want or not so how do we know what we want to create and why can't we create what we want and one of the things we don't create what we want is is sometimes we don't really know what we want it sounds like a silly thing to say but it's often when people want coaching on a situation they, they talk about it and my first question is, so what is it you want? What do you want in this situation? In these circumstances that might not be ideal, what is it you want to create? Now, of course, in some instances, it's quite obvious what you want to create. You know, my wife and I went through 10 years of infertility. I still support couples in that, on that journey, and it's clear what they want. They want a baby. But I'd say some of the principles I'm going to share here are still relevant for them. Another thing I'd say around that is sometimes we think we know what we want, but there's often a goal behind the goal. I was once on a, a retreat, a men's retreat, and one of the men had uh, basically his marriage is broken down, his wife had met someone else, and uh, what he thought he wanted was his wife back. And he did want his wife back. What he really wanted, the goal behind the goal was he actually wanted to be in his power. He didn't want to be so needy. He didn't want to think he can't live without her or without the relationship. He wanted to be back in his own power. And he knew from that space and that power he'd be okay whatever happens. And it's also the space he's more likely to, to save his marriage because he'd be more attractive in that power. So there's always a goal behind the goal. And sometimes there's a goal we're not even aware of it. But there's a sense of neediness, of needing it. And that neediness sometimes keeps us away from from having it. Sometimes it's a psychological goal. And the more we're in that space now, it's a place to come from, not a place to get to. So if we think having a baby will give us a sense of belonging, the more we live from that sense of belonging now, the more we know we belong now, we're not coming from a place of neediness. There's less fear and pressure on that whole process. So what are some of the things that stop us identifying what we want or creating what we want? One of the things is people think their needs are not important. And we're always brought up to not be selfish, focus on other people. And it's true, so no, we're, I believe we're designed to be in community, to be, to be aware of other people. But it's a place, I think, this world and our heart and our soul is a place of love for ourselves and love for other people. And sometimes we brought up to focus on other people's needs at a cost of our own. Sometimes we get brought up to think it's selfish to think of our own needs. I don't think it is. 
I think there's a difference between healthy selfish and unhealthy selfish. If we have our own needs met, we have more to give to others. If we're giving to others and serving others to fill our cave in ourselves, and then we burn out, we become drained, it becomes resentful. So sometimes we think our needs are not important, but it's not true. Our needs are just as important as everyone else on this planet. Everyone is equal. Everyone is equal. We're all just as important, just as valid. So sometimes we think our needs are not important, so we don't give ourselves time and consideration of our own needs. We don't allow ourselves to explore our own needs, our desires, our wants, our hopes, our dreams. We just shut them down. I brought up an environment where I thought my mum's needs were the most important. They want to upset her. They don't want the boats. I want to keep her happy. If she's happy, the whole house is a is a happier place. So my hopes, dreams and desires in that moment went out the window. Is I'm okay if she's okay. That becomes very outside in and we lose a connection to our heart and our soul or what we really want. Sometimes we think if we get what we want in our lives, someone else won't. It's almost we think there's a finite number of any amount of resources in the world. I mean, there is when it comes to obviously physical resources um, like minerals, um, oil, things like that. But there's not a finite amount of energy, of love, of creativity. Money is infinite. They're printing money all the time. It's a number on the screen. It's energy. But sometimes we think if we ask what we want or get what we want, someone else will lose out. Unconsciously we think that that will happen. But the truth is we the more we're in our power, the more we have to feed ourselves, our heart and our soul, the more we allow ourselves to, 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 to be ourselves, express ourselves, to play big, the more energy we take up. That gives other pe- people permission to take up more energy. If we take up more energy, we're not taking energy from other people. It's the opposite. And the more we're in our own energy and be in our energy and express ourselves freely, the more we give other people permission to be in their energy. Another reason why people don't get what they want or create what they want is they fear rejection. They fear rejection. They don't ask because they're too scared to be rejected. So they stay quiet. Another reason is Sometimes there can be a sense of pride of asking for help. We don't want to ask for help because we think we should be able to do it on our own. We think we should be self-sufficient. We have to do it on our own and we shouldn't have to ask for help. But I think we're designed to live in community. We want to help others wherever we can. It's a human nature to want to help others wherever we can. So even if you're trying to have a baby, we think, well, I know what I want. But actually, you might find these, these kind of factors playing out in other areas of your life. Because these factors, whether it's not thinking your needs are important, I think it's not okay to ask because someone else won't get what they want, or fearing rejection, or think you shouldn't have to ask for help in life. All those kind of factors point to maybe a lack of self-worth or self-confidence. And that self-worth, lack of self-worth and self-confidence, it's a form of fear. Fear puts tension into our system. We can't create from a place of fear and tension. Imagine an artist can't really paint a picture from a place of fear and tension. 
Creativity is a place of flow, ease, a place of okayness, a place of curiosity, a place of possibility, a place of wonder, not a place of fear. And that fear is contagious, in fact, because if you are unconsciously got this vibration of fear or doubt, see, lack of self-worth, lack, lack of self-confidence, Another way of describing that maybe is lack of lack of trust in ourselves. Lack of trust in ourselves that we are okay, that we're going to be okay whatever happens. We can trust our instincts. We can trust our passions, our dreams, our desires. We have a lack of trust in ourselves. Other people have a lack of trust in us. The more we trust in ourselves, others will trust us. I have clients who really notice that. The more they trust in themselves at work, they realise people trust them. They don't have to explain things so much. They can just say what they think in a short, distinct way and people just accept it. They trust them. Where previously, with a lack of self-trust, they had to, they thought they had to persuade people. And the more detail they gave, the more questions were asked, the more they trusted themselves, the more gravitas and confidence they speak for. That clients who wanted to spend some money on themselves or what about their, their, their partner might think. But the more they trusted themselves, they knew it was the right thing for them. It wasn't being selfish, it was feeding their soul and the partner went along with it, agreed. A sense of trust, confidence. So sometimes what is behind us not creating what we want or not knowing what we want is this lack of self-worth, self-confidence, lack of self-love, lack of self-love. When this goes out, be beginning of December, thinking of Christmas be coming up. Holiday season. Great question to ask is what do you want? I don't mean saying on presents, maybe it is asking what you want from presents from, from family, but what do you want to do with your time? There's a lot of demands on us, a lot of expectations over the holiday season. What is it you want? Allow yourself to stop and think and ask that. What is you want? Your needs are just as important as anyone else's. What is it you want? What is it you want with life? An ex- exercise I once did from a fabulous book called The Aladdin Factor by Jack Canfield, um, where he talks about some of these blockages to asking for what you want. And an exercise of writing down a hundred things you want, a hundred things you want to create in your life, a hundred things you want, whether it's a new car or new computer or this, a partner or whatever it may be, a promotion. What is it you want? Write down a hundred of them. When I read that, I really struggled. I really struggled to write those down, to think of a hundred. But I did. It was an interesting exercise. And funny enough, I forgot all about it after a few months, but it was, I really enjoyed this exercise, but I suddenly forgot all about it. But I came across the journal. A number of years later, I came across the journal, I wrote that list in, and I looked through that list. And I really enjoyed ticking off the ones I'd created. And I was really quite surprised how many I had. I don't know how many it was. I created like 30, 40 of them, not 90. But I was really pleased. 
how I created those things. And I think having that conscious intent, writing it down, turning from an idea into a project is really helpful. Any dream, any idea you've got, you can turn a dream into a project by writing it down. Just think it was the tiniest step, the next step you can make to make that a reality. Turn a dream into projects. And remember, your needs are important as much as anyone else's. It's okay to ask. It's okay to ask. You're not taking away from someone else. Had to fear rejection. Fear is a misuse of imagination. If someone says no, that's okay. It's not personal. It's not personal. And there's no shame in asking for help. We're designed to live in community. So have fun exploring what do you want. Maybe do the exercise, write down a hundred things you want. You may be surprised what comes from that. Loving you.